print the output from power to a ledger. So that's what the hardware component. So whatever the output of power may be, whether it be a turbine or whether it be solar, whether it be like tidal wave technology, like regardless of what the renewable energy source or what the energy source is, like it is my opinion that that hardware component could be connected to it. So like even putting satellites in space that use solar, you would be able to have this hardware component too, as long as it's able to communicate, uh, you know, with the mesh network. Now, then the second part of the question, why is the blockchain the easiest part? All the blockchain does really is contain like, so there's an argument for five, but I'll just give four, right? So like the block itself, the block itself is contained. uh, It has a hash, uh, sometimes referred to as a next hash, but it's literally the hash of the block. Uh, It has a previous hash, which is the hash of the previous block. uh, And it has a nonce. Uh, that nonce is never used only once and that's where proof of work comes in is identifying the nonce so they solve a cryptographic puzzle to find a nonce that fits the hash uh and that hasn't been used before so um but coding that is pretty simple especially if you have all the functions that you know your blockchain is going to need uh and once you have all the functions sorry my dog's barking um but once you have all the functions he wants to play with me uh but once you have all the functions uh, down, meaning you did all your planning right, it's so easy to include the libraries for those in the blockchain. It's literally one line of code to include a library. Your dog was getting excited, man. All that intellectual talk. Go ahead, DM son. Yes, I wanted to uh, touch on the uh, quantum aspect with the uh, mesh network and multiple nodes. If, um, from my point of view, those appearing and reappearing, that would play a major role in a mesh network if uh don could touch on that as well as the dimensional sharding that he had spoke about i believe it was the last show so yeah that's actually pretty cool right so uh first uh let's talk about the appearing and reappearing so the only place that we've seen this technology or well hypothetically seen this technology used before is uh with uh what's called a recoverable seed phrase and that's the technology that giddy is currently innovating so if you don't know who that is that comes from scott paul um scott paul obviously has a relationship with SafeMoon, so we're pretty aware of that technology and then dimensional sharding is a really cool technology uh that's coming from another group i'm just not going to um i'm not going to uh shield them now i'll just like you like i mean if deep dive my post and you'll find it but uh the dimensional sharding technology is actually pretty cool right so what it does is it breaks down pieces right so into shards right uh and then those shards are dispersed but they're recomposed whenever like your signature is accessed so that's a really cool way to uh essentially break down a hash into like its numeric value or numeric component and then bring it all back into one sequential number set. So it's a really cool technology. The company that's doing that is really cool. Um, And I would assume that if we're going to build a comprehensive blockchain, then we need those components. And nothing is more comprehensive than the ability to recover your seed phrase using either your device's biometric uh, capabilities uh, multiplied with, you know, some Web2 authentication or the ability to take your data and parse it across the, uh, what do we call it, the safe moon galaxy. So, What are your thoughts on the overall market right now, Don? 
Well, um, whew. so, <laughs> so I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone's aware that like the Russian-Ukrainian invasion is inevitable. Uh, they actually started moving troops across the border to get to Crimea, 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 whatever, Crimea, and uh, the Donbass region of Ukraine, and Crimea. then Crimea. Yeah. Yeah. And then as of one hour and 48 minutes ago, uh, the U.N. just convened on that action. So, um, I mean, and like, yeah, so uh, every time we've seen something like this happen in the first three weeks of it, uh, all markets have gone down. So um, I think the market response is one that is a response to, one, the major international conflict that is, uh, you know, essentially threatening World War Three, uh, the increase in interest rates. Uh, then as well as, you know, these like, you know, regulations that are being passed. So we're seeing a pretty rational market response, but, um, it's just tasty to eat up these dips. So, (laughs) oh yeah. Uh, and and let me ask you about this in terms of the decks our exchange, right? How many tokens do you think are going to end up listed on this? I got to think 50 or more, right? Uh, there has to be 50 or more because, and also, um, did you talk about the new token that listed today? I so, did not. I've been so busy with work. Go ahead. Yeah. So we just listed Immortal today. Um, and we were just like, oh, what is Immortal? Like, why is it important? So Immortal is a really cool token because guess what they have, right? When we think about Safe Moon Connect, one thing that the uh, Hound and everyone have been talking about has been uh, rewards. So it's a rewards-based token, right? So their entire smart contract that they develop, everything is built on providing people rewards for, you know, interacting with healthy, uh, you know, point-of-sale systems, essentially. So uh, like going to the gym or eating healthy at a healthy or a vegan restaurant or something like that. Like that's what their system is based on. So like now that we listed Immortal today, I'm looking at these partnerships like, oh, wait a minute. Uh, this is everything we've heard about, and it looks like we're acquiring technology as opposed to like building it. So why, you know, rebuild something that you can just acquire? And then I asked the question in a space earlier, like, hey, like, what's one requirement whenever we list a new token? And it's we have to review their smart contracts. So like, like we've seen the code already as well. So or at least Hayden has. I don't know who else in the team has, but. It's a really cool uh, partnership. So, um, yeah, so that's number one uh, is that partnership with them. And then in terms of the decks, uh, yeah, I, I honestly, I see us listing, I see us having like upwards of 100, you know, tokens listed. But I feel like right now we're listing, you know, BSC tokens. Uh, we had an Ethereum token listing in Shiba or Shinja, uh, and then we just had a Harmony One token list. So, like, we're crossing chains with the listings, but I feel like we're about to start listing a lot more native tokens just because of our relationship with Chainlink. But that's my opinion. Yeah, and, and Chainlink that that's an oracle that allows us to list the native tokens, right? If you could just let that is correct. Yeah. So chain link, it's in the name chain link, linking chains together. Uh, it uh, literally allows us to swap between blockchains off of the block. So, uh, the swaps occur off chain. Um, and it's an Oracle. That is correct. 
I think that's so important because we forgot to mention Chainlink in our previous programs. Chainlink is a big deal. Uh, I don't think people realize, like, if you don't know about Chainlink, definitely look into that because without that, you don't have the ability to do that. SafeMoon having Chainlink gives us the ability to swap those uh, native tokens that we didn't have before. So that was a huge development. I think it's something a lot of people missed. And with like, you know, fairly low fees because they're not forcing you to interact with the blockchain, which is where fees come in. Great point, man. Uh, Damson, your thoughts on that? The uh, chain chain link aspect, that's a that's a big deal to me. Everything I have uh, researched on it so far, um, lowering the fees, um, what Don just spoke on. Is a is a big deal. There, there's a lot to that. There's a lot to the mesh network. I mean, there there is a lot to this. You know, creating. I guess what I what I call the train. You know, creating um, the background, the back end tools here. Um, a lot of that has to be done before you can do um, effectively before you can do the blockchain. You know, that that's a small part to it, which he he hit on in his tweet today. And Don, I know we've talked about the EU money license in the past, how important that is. We believe that's pretty imminent. Um, that, that's going to play a role in this new point of sale system. That would be the key thing, right? Yeah. So uh, the money license allows us to act essentially as a... Um, so, all right, let me rephrase that. So the money license uh, is going to play a key role in the point of sale system. But I, I feel as if the role where it's most important at is our ability to distribute a card. So the mon money license most likely is going to allow us to have a card that functions like Robin Hoods, right? Because like essentially it has to be uh, quote unquote preloaded with the money license because we're not a bank. So they can't like issue credit against it or anything like that. Um, so because it's preloaded, uh, if you have Robinhood, like literally I could liquidate my AMC right now, right? Because it's payment for order flow. So it'd be an off market trade. But because I didn't actually own the shares, I wouldn't have to wait for the market to open to sell those. Um, and then so I could liquidate my AMC right now and I would receive the cash value in my balance. So it doesn't matter what stock I unload, the cash value would be present there. So this would be like a, 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 a centralized exchange function. Um, and so because the exchange would give me the cash value for it, the cash value would then be readily available on my card. So that's essentially how that functions. And that's why you can literally spend any cryptocurrency in cash because you will literally unload it for fiat and then spend it. Uh, and then whatever you don't spend, you can then repurchase back into that currency. So, Great points, man. I, I think in terms of the exchange being completely done, right, with all the tokens we need, in blockchain, we're probably looking at quarter three, maybe even to quarter four. How do you feel about that? Uh, yeah, for the blockchain, um, I feel like we can release the exchange before we release the blockchain. Um, but when we release the blockchain, I feel like there's a possibility that V2 stays on BSC and we release a native token so um, or a native coin. My apologies. Uh, like I'm kind of thinking that way, but I'm not sure. But yeah, I, I would say uh, end of Q3, early Q4 would be a good prediction for when that will release. And then once we have all this built, that's what we're going to see the volume, right? That's what we've been telling people. Like the volume's the key to all of this, but it all has to be built first. 
That's how I look well, at this in the grand scheme well, of things. Go ahead. Well, if you, if you look at the uh, swap, um, I didn't get a chance to jump on UNM's um, you know screener, but we went from averaging two point three million, um, you know, uh, in terms of volume per day, and I think we did in the last twenty four hours like five point four million, uh, and that's both on the BSC and the ETH side on the swap. So, uh, I mean, volume's already increasing. We double week over week with that. So, um, I, I think right now the big thing is getting people to download the SafeMoon wallet and interacting with the swap there. Like, you know, if you can tell people, Hey, uh, yeah, you can swap your chain link for SafeMoon, just get the SafeMoon wallet. Right. And then what will make it even better is when we, you know, partner with a company like Gideon, like, you know, hey, yeah, SafeMoon Wallet is better than every other wallet because you have a recoverable seed phrase, right? Or uh, you can peer-to-peer, like, yo, yo, just, you know, SafeMoon me. I don't know how people will say that, like, cash at me or Venmo me are terms that we use. But I feel like, you know, why don't you just SafeMoon me will be a thing of the future where we can do peer-to-peer transfers. So I feel like once those things become more adopted, that's when we'll see volume. And the other pieces of the puzzle will just like exponentially increase volume. So uh, what I'm looking for now is the Bitcoin pairing because I'd like to see like big money move into the market. So the Bitcoin pairing and the Ethereum pairing, that's all going to be made possible by Chainlink, right? I mean, um, I that is one way in which they would be made possible. Um, another way is like, um, I, I, like we could just natively pair them in our uh, liquidity pool. Right. Um, so the exchange would probably make that possible too. Okay. Okay. I see where you're going on that. Uh, yeah. That multi chain liquidity pool thing theory that we talked about. The cross chain that John was referencing. Correct. Okay. Let's get uh, Tyler wanted to come up here. Tyler, go ahead. Tyler T, go ahead, man. Tyler T, going once, going twice. All right, Tyler T, back down to listener. All right. Uh, damn, son, your thoughts on that? Any questions for Don? No, he, he covered about everything that I, I had questions on. I, I had some come up, and then he would hit on those topics, so... Um, the multi multi chain liquidity pool that's that's a, a major deal. Um, you know, it'll all these things will increase exponentially when it is our own own exchange. You know that that's a game changer. Then, well, I think it's encouraging that our volumes doubled, right? And we don't have that many tokens on the exchange. Imagine what the volume would look like when we have like a hundred tokens, right? Like. At that point, I got to think that we're looking at a hundred million or more volume a day just off the exchange, right, Don? Yeah, one hundred percent. Like, and we can't assume that the volume is going to increase. Like, you know, token per token, we're going to list bigger, better tokens. Like, so just imagine what a world is like when, all right, on our exchange, we you know list you know pretty major like you know contracts like. I don't know, uh, multi-back or when we release something like, I don't like even something as simple as listing Doge, right? Just imagine like, you know, the exponential increase in volume on the exchange. So like different coins provide different amounts of volume. So it's not necessarily one-to-one. I feel like right now, 
uh, we're just listing uh, coins that are important to the safe moon ecosystem first. Yeah, and, and you're saying we're going to get much bigger stuff down the line. That makes sense for sure. Uh, anybody else's thoughts on this? Any questions for Don that you guys might have? He's got a lot of the technical knowledge, so if you want to come up here and ask him, what I'm trying to do is give you guys a big picture view of what this is going to look like over time, right? Like not just the reflections, but in terms of the building of the exchange, this mesh network, the macro IoT, the nodes, right? How this is all going to play out. I know this is very abstract, and there's a lot to you know decipher here. But I wanted to get uh, let's get Honey Badger up here. I had a uh, question for Don, Chris. Um, sure. If if you could give a roadmap. <laughs> Um, what's your idea of a roadmap would be at the order of which these things will be rolled out, um, these, these different items? What would it be? Oh, wow. That's a really good question. Um, okay. okay. Let me take a shot at this. Um, I would say Connect would be next. Um, and then after Connect, I would throw the POS system in because like we want to start, you know, partnering with people for POS. Then we have a major update to the wallet, which includes peer to peer. Um, and then the exchange rolls out. Uh, and then, ha, huh, shoot, I forgot naughty knots. Um, I'll put naughty knots on our birthday. I'll put naughty knots on our birthday. So naughty knots, then connect. And then last would be blockchain. And Naughty Dots should be our NFT line, just to clarify. Go ahead. That's correct. Um, but uh, then it would be our blockchain, and then once the blockchain releases, uh, turbines are deployed. Because you need the turb, you're going to need the blockchain to run the turbines, is what you're saying. Exactly. Uh, our hardware component has to be interacting with our blockchain. And next thing is, it, never mind, never mind, never mind. I don't want to speculate in your space and cause a lot of fud. No, go ahead. There's no FUD. We don't give a damn about it. Go ahead. Like, all right. So, like, how I hated we, it when Don holds back. So, like, like question: How could we be de like developing a hardware right that doesn't interact with a blockchain? So it at least has to be interacting with the test net somewhere. So there has to be a test net deployed somewhere for us to know that our hardware component works. How like how could we start? Like that's just it just doesn't make sense to me. So like, um, like never mind. But yeah, I get what you're saying. You're saying there's already some chain component already, right? Right. Unless the hardware component interacts with an Oracle like chain link that then interacts with the blockchain. But I don't, I don't know. They're just not talking about the blockchain because it's not complete. Is the way I'm looking at it, right? Like it's not not comprehensive enough. Yeah. But there has to be some kind of test net in there in order to know that the hardware could interact with it. Otherwise, how would you know? That's exactly my point. Let's go to the Badger. Go ahead, Badger. I told you guys I was going to be done for the night, uh, but I just wanted to chime in here because I'm just, I'm just really, really excited. And I don't know much about this technical stuff, but I'm just really freaking excited listening to you guys and I'm thinking of all the reasons why, and it's a positive space. We talk about the FUD and all that shit, but it's not FUD. It's honest talk, and concerns are not FUD. And everyone that's come in here that has concerns tonight have been honest about it. They've said why they have concerns. They're in it to win it. And 
I think what I'm realizing in these spaces is the, the reason I'm so damn excited isn't just about Caroni and Ryan and, and, the, and the address and all this stuff. It's about listening to people like you guys that are smart. You believe in this. And, you know, I could be wrong. And this is obviously recorded. So I may look back at this and feel really stupid. But at this point in time, I, I believe in this project because the people in this room believe in this project. And you're smart freaking people. And you listen to the Don Baileys and the passion that other people bring. And I mean, I can scroll down and go down the list here. Ninja, like really, uh, the passion and, and and just the energy, J5, the comedic value, everything about it, right? This isn't a damn rug puller. We wouldn't be wasting our damn time. At least I hope not. Again, I hope I don't look back in the rearview mirror and say, wow, I really sounded like a jackass. But the fact of the matter is, is that this is fun. It feels real. And I think people should be a part of it. And for people like myself who don't bring the technological background, but like to think myself as a good person raising a family trying to kick ass in life that want to be a part of something fun i stumbled upon this accidentally and uh and it's just been a blast and the more i listen to it it's like this is a humanitarian thing that we keep talking about as well at the gambia and it's about changing lives and be, being in a good space in life and i'm listening to you people talk and it's, it's absolutely a freaking joy and to listen to people my son's sitting here next to me playing his game he's a gamer i'm not i don't know what the hell he's doing uh but he starts asking questions. I says, I don't know. I don't know. Let's just put this on the, you can listen to it too. I'll take it out of an earbud. So I, it just, it's a lot of fun guys. Just I'll step back. I'm on a soapbox, but you guys are a blast. And I think you know where I'm coming from. It's just a freaking joyride. And, uh, for the people again, going back to don't know as much about the technical stuff and you're in this room and you're like me, what the hell give it a whirl. I will say that. And I said it before, cause I, I, I hate the aspect or the perspective of a rug pull, and I don't believe this is it, but also don't invest more money than you can afford to lose, okay? That's very important, and I think a lot of the stress that people have is because they put themselves in a tough spot, and when I hear people doing credit cards and taking loans and stuff like that, that's scary. I hate to hear that. So people in this room, be responsible investors just like anything else. Treat this like an investment portfolio and uh, and have fun with it, but be responsible and be financially responsible. Uh, that's it, guys. I am officially done. Good night. Great to hear from you again, man. You, you understand it. And, you know, that's the key, right? Like, and let me just say this. Anybody that's got, you know, words of improvement for the team, I got your back, man. I mean, the, the two guys that came up have been in this from the beginning. They're just like, hey, you know, let's let's we're gonna do a monthly AMA. Cool, let's uh, produce you know something with a little more communication. Give us a little more uh, idea of a roadmap. Okay, that's not a big deal, man. I mean, that's healthy. It's healthy, like to get everybody in a room and say, hey, like this is the direction we're going. I'm in this, a hundred percent. I'm not going anywhere, and this is why I feel the way I do. I have zero issue with it. I think it's the right way to be. Let's go to Boost. Go ahead, Boost. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I would really love Don to keep coming again and again because we have a lot of questions. Achha, one thing I wanted to ask, uh, PancakeSwap has uh, 15,000 tokens and they do uh, 500 million in volume. So if SafeMoon is SafeMoon Swap is going in that direction, we'll be having hundreds and thousands of partners and lots of volume. And a lot of great tokens will be listed there, just like SafeMoon was listed on BSC, Smart Chain. So a lot of great coins will be listed on SafeMoon Swap. So that volume of 100 million, 200, 500, how does that volume exactly help SafeMoon? Like, uh, first we charge a fee, that fee we burn 
are we distributing that to the holders exactly how is that helping yeah. safe moon yeah. okay that's a really good question and first let me say this uh i don't think we'll ever have as many uh tokens as pancake swap and the reason why is um i do not believe that investors are safe with every token on pancake swap and i feel like security is one of the primary concerns of safe moon swap um, but I do feel as if as a result of that ideology, right, that security is our primary concern, right, that users will more than likely transact with SafeMoon Swap than they do PancakeSwap. But PancakeSwap was first to market compared to SafeMoon. So um, they have a lot of volume just because a lot more people know how to use it than us now. But in terms of how does swapping help with our volume? So... Um, so this next thing I'm about to say is purely speculation, and there should be no facts taken from this. Um, I would like to say or think that once our exchange releases, uh, every time there is a swap that occurs, uh, a pairing is created in our liquidity pool. And when that pairing is created in our liquidity pool, that allows us to engage in cryptonomics uh, and pay out members of that transaction so um, whether it's a buyer sell whatever the tax is i think um that's where you know the biggest benefit will be is our multi-chain liquidity pool and the ability to as a result of the taxes have cryptonomics it makes sense because they've always said we're going to have cryptonomics and he's talking about a multi-chain liquidity pool so how else do you do it right i mean like i think that's a fair point you know, and let me say this too, okay? Uh, I agree with Don. We're not going to have 15,000 tokens listed because PancakeSwap has no process to really get on there. Like, it's easy, you know? But SafeMoon has a process where they're looking at the code. They're looking into the liquidity that that token's providing before they list them, right? So I think you're going to have a new standard in, in cryptocurrency where you're going to have legitimate projects on the SafeMoon swap uh, I don't think you're going to have 15,000, but I could see you getting in the hundreds for sure. But if they're a if it's quality, right? Like if it's real quality and you have hundreds listed on that DEX and they have volume and they have a community and they have utility, uh, that's a lot better to have hundreds that are viable quality projects that produce volume than to have 15,000 and have maybe, you know, 10% of those be really viable, right? Like I look at like, so if it's viable, if they only have 10% of their projects on that pancake swap viable, then that's 1500, right? It's not, it, they just have a sheer number now of 15,000, but it's quantity, not quality. Don, did you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I wanted to add uh, Safe Moon Hound, I think like, uh, you know, Gandalf like gave a transcript from something that he said and it kind of stood out to me. Uh, and he said, you know, with our swap, if you have really interesting uh, utility or really creative um, reflections, uh, then we're willing to talk. So I thought that was really cool. They're looking for projects that, you know, are useful um, or projects that reward their holders. So any of the two, uh, would be capable of being listed and like new projects are listing every day. So like, just don't think that the projects that are listed now is final. 
more projects will be listed two years from now than we see today. Projects that we see today won't have any liquidity two years from now. So um, I think what we should be more concerned about is, you know, where are we putting our money? What's our return? And like, is this project sustainable? Then, you know, like what projects do I want to invest in right now? Or how many projects are listed? Like they're literally setting us up for the future. Like DeFi is too young. Yeah. And some of them are going to wash out fairly quick, right? Like a lot of them, you know, and I'm not trying to be negative here, but a lot of these projects are going to wash out in a year or less. And some of these projects right now, I think with everything going on globally and the pressure on the crypto market are going to wash out too. I mean, and, and I don't want to see that, but let's, let's just be, let's be real about it, right? Well, you got to build something that's sustainable and has a big community behind it. And then you got to have the right leadership team and they got to make the right decisions. You got to have all those components to be successful. You know, if you're missing any of those things, then you're not going to be successful. I think we have it all here, right? Like we've, we've talked about this numerous times on the program, not only the leadership team, but we have the structure that's needed. And then we have the, you know, we have everything we need here. We have the community too, right? I think that some of the frustration is us transitioning from V1 to V2 as well, which is something that we had to do. Uh, and we're still, you know, not complete with that either. Did you want to touch on that too, Don? Maybe like, uh, we're, I'm just trying to figure out when that's going to be complete, you know? Yeah. So, um, I don't know if anyone in here has researched Unicrypt or the country or the country, dear Lord, uh, they probably have enough money to buy a country now though. Um, but the company Unicrypt has, um, you know, a bunch of really cool, like resources, but they're the people that locked our liquidity. So we can't unlock our liquidity unless we use Unicrypt uh, to unlock it and to move it. Uh, but secondly, the V2 contract being a proxy contract uh, is probably one of the best things that we've ever done for our community. It being a proxy contract means that we can update our functions as we see fit. Now, what do people not like about proxy contracts? Uh, most people don't like proxy contracts because you can change the smart contract at any point to do something nefarious. What's the benefit of SafeMoon doing it? The benefit is, is we have a fully docs liquidity or uh, development team. We have a fully docs company. We know who to hold viable. And like literally, if they do something nefarious, we can sue them. But we have to have grounds for that. You can't just throw a frivolous lawsuit out and hope it sticks. So uh, if you do that, you open yourself to a countersuit, which is not a good idea. Ninja, did you want to add anything to what Don was saying? Um, bro, um, bro I, how can you follow up whatever Don is saying, man? Seriously, how can you follow up? Don, bro, I love everything that you spoke about. The mesh network, bro. The cryptonomics aspect. The, all these things, bro. Thank you so much, Don. You really open up our eyes and our minds every time you freaking open your mouth, bro. Thank you so much, Don. I appreciate you, bro. Yeah, and I echo that. And the reason I had Don speaking about a lot of this is because I want everybody to focus on the big picture, right? We're focusing on day to day and week to week and focusing on like price and like all this other shit right now and, and the impact and the selling. And, you know, the reality is if you focus out, right, and you, you zoom out and you look at this from 50,000 feet above, you're going to see what safe moon is. If we focus on the day to day, then it's hard to see it. I, I will add this in, not a single well-read intelligent investor would sell any of their safe moon at all. 
give them some background on you too, because you were involved in AMC and a lot of stuff before, and you went right into Safeman. Oh, oh. Well, you don't. Hold have on, to Don was an ape. Oh, still am, bro. What do you mean was? <laughs> wow, wow, Don, bro, bro. Oh my God, you were here. Now you're all the way up there, bro. Yeah, that's right. That's I love you, Don. You too, Ninja. Much love, bro. Um, like, no. So, um, the reason why I got into AMC is because the fundamentals were right. Um, just, if you're just looking at the charts, if you're just looking at it, like you could literally tell that there are synthetic shorts being sold and naked shorts are happening. Naked shorts are illegal. And so I felt as if, you know, Citadel's exposure was really high. And it's so funny. The DOJ is investigating naked shorts right now. And they didn't even name Citadel. And the reason probably why is because they're a freaking market maker, which makes no sense. But anyway, I'll get beyond that. Um, currently in my life, uh, let's see. Um, I own a topical vitamin C skincare line called Orange Daily. Uh, we're the number one topical vitamin C skincare in Egypt. Uh, and we're moving into India, uh, parts of Europe. Uh, but yeah, so I own part of that. Uh, let's see, uh, part of a car lot. And then I have my own web design firm. Uh, in my entire web design firm, we're going through uh, a phase where I call automation right now. So I'm trying to automate it to turn it into a software as a service. Uh, and then I'll be moving into blockchain development. So that, that's that's what I do. But you, you got into SafeMoon and you went full go into it because you saw I, something. I wish I would have got in three days before. So I got in on May 5th, uh, but I knew about SafeMoon on March 27th, March 26th. Um, like one of my buddies, um, he's he's smarter than me at crypto. Um, and ironically, his name is Hayden, but not the same Hayden that works at SafeMoon. Uh, he told me about it, but, you know, I don't ape into anything uh, unless they're listed on SafeMoon Swap. Then I'll throw $30 at anything that's on there. Um, but, yeah, so uh, when I read up about it, I was just like, yo, this is really cool. And, like, reflections were a novel idea at that time. And since then, we've seen a lot of reflection projects come out. But um, I, I just thought it was a really cool way, a hyper-deflationary token at a time where I thought inflation was about to wreck the U.S. dollar um, was a really good buy for me. So, Let's go to Mohit. Go ahead, Mohit. It is awesome, man, to be here. So many people who are smarter than me. I'm going to vote on <laughs> Thanks a lot for adding me. Yeah, man. Uh, like that's the whole thing, right? If you're in a room where you're the smartest person, then you're in the wrong room, right? <laughs> that's how I look at it, man. So, like, we want the the best and the brightest here. We got the smartest audience in cryptocurrency that comes in here, and uh, you know, the long term, the, the long term on this is the deal. I mean, that's really what it is, man. Not everybody wants to hear that. We all want it to happen quick, but long term is where we're going to make our money. Uh, not financial advice. Boost. Go ahead, man. Um, I was using a website. It has a percentage sequence calculator where you it you put in 2% and then it reduces 2% of the amount after every transaction. So if I put in 100, it will show 98, 96, 94. It, it keeps reducing 2%. So that was representing safe move. And by one fiftieth transaction, one fifty fifth, that hundred was left with five. So that was so amazing to me that only after hundred one fifty transactions, 
100 safe moon is left with only 5 safe moon if 2 person gets burned and then I looked at a, a songbird network, the flares uh, network, songbird. Songbird has done 4 million transactions in one week. So if uh, SafeMoon will do millions of transactions, uh, 100 SafeMoon is left with 5 SafeMoon. Now, if you're talking about a million SafeMoon, that million safe moon will be left with like 150,000 safe moon only after 150 transactions. Now, that will happen when price is less so that a lot of safe moon. But, the, but what I'm trying to say is that 2% is a very, very big number. That is a huge number, a burn, 2%. Yeah. And let me say this, just to give everybody a history lesson, because some people are new. And some people don't remember this, but I know Patron remembers this because we were together when this happened. That week leading up to Halloween, we got to 100 million in volume. I don't think everybody remembers that, but there was a Friday. Uh, I want to say it was right before Halloween. SafeMoon hit 100 million in volume. And the reflections were, were unbelievable. And, and the energy and the hype and the just the feeling, right, was amazing. I mean, we were all going, we were going crazy, right? And that was without any of this really built. I mean, we didn't have a DEX. We didn't have any of this stuff being built. It was just based on, you know, belief and community, and it was starting to move. Uh, we'll get there again. You know, the bull cycle is going to play into it, and then you're going to have all the utility that has to be built. But imagine having a bull cycle with the utility that we have built and, you know, the swap functioning and more tokens on it, right? And, and this mesh network built. Well, then you're not going to have 100 million in volume. It's going to be like 300, 500 million in volume. Billion in volume, right? That's the long-term future of this. That's the vision. Not everybody has the vision. Not everybody's going to make it with this. Not everybody's going to stick with this. Let's just be honest about it, right? What I do and what I believe is when we come together and we speak, and we provide facts and education to our people that believe in this and have the vision. It reinforces that vision and gives you greater understanding of what we're doing and why we're all here, right? Because we put in the work. We do it because we're passionate and we have the vision and we understand that this is different than what we've seen in the past. Let me get Bryson up here. Uh, Don understands that. Patron understands that. We all understand that. Uh, Bryson, go ahead, sir. Yeah, I, uh, sorry, I had to step out and put my kids to bed. So if I say something that's already been spoken, I apologize in advance. But help me with the uh, the grand picture that we were talking about. So SafeMoon was my first uh, introduction to the DeFi space. Prior to that, it was you know just on the centralized exchanges. Um, but they're one of the first tokens with tokenomics, correct? One of the one of the first one, but it was not the first. Yeah, one. I know it wasn't. There was another one. I forget the name of it, but uh, but they kind of made it famous, right? They okay. did. Yeah, they were, they were the biggest project to emerge with tokenomics. Yeah, the first. And now, the the grander scheme. You know, I, I hear like the I refer to the Bitcoin maxis again. You know, what's different about Safe Moon? What do they bring to the table? 
I see there's the sex, the, the centralized exchange that they're going to bring is going to bring tokenomics to the non-tokenomic coins. So if I'm a holder in Bitcoin and I'm on, you know, and my outlook is I never want to sell Bitcoin, why on earth would I not want to have it parked in the SafeMoon exchange and take advantage of tokenomics? Um, they call it cryptonomics at that yeah, point. Cryptonomics, yeah, right. So, I mean, that that is totally unique. You see these other projects, you know, wanting to build exchanges and things like that. But I think that's the differentiator, you know, is that cryptonomics is incorporated into whatever we're rolling out. Uh, it is. And, and real quick, not yeah, to cut no, you off. Fine. Understand that with Bitcoin, you can predict its pattern. You can't predict it with everything else out there in the market. But, the, like, you know, I have friends that have been in this for a long time. They can predict when it, it's heading relatively low, buy in at that point, and then they can kind of analyze what the chart, what the peak is, because Bitcoin's been along so long, you know, for so long. Sell at that peak and, and, and the safe moon, you know, uh, swap. You could swap that Bitcoin to another, another project, and you're going to have safe moon token as the gas fee. Because you're going to have a 0.25 uh, percent fee on every transaction. Now imagine that when you have a ton of Bitcoin holders in that swap. And and you know the the transaction fees off the swapping is not huge, but every little bit counts, and it it all adds up. And you know now you're exposing more and more people to SafeMoon. Um, and you know, like I said before, volume is is absolute king. Especially with the the tokenomics, so I, I'm just you know, I'm just waiting for it to happen. I think the uh, the global tokenomics. So just to touch on Mandala, if they crack that nut and figure that out, the global tokenomics. Is there any doubt in anyone's mind that you know Binance is right around the corner? You know, as far as a listing goes, I mean that's just game over at that point and. I feel like we're the we're the pioneers into that world. I, I, are, are any other tokenomic incorporating, you know, coins or, or uh, tokens rather uh, on a tier one exchange like Binance? Like SafeMoon would be the absolute first one on there. Am I correct in that? They would be, and and I think with Mandala, just to give you a heads up. I think it is so complex, and they have Binance teams working on this. They've said this in messages. It is so complex, and even more than they envisioned, that's what's taken so long, because it is such a grand scale. I know, but the fact, that what you just said, that they have Binance you know, they have. teams working yeah. on it, that tells you Binance. It's like, it's like the, the stepping stone to Binance, you know, and, and all the other tokens ever grow you know the guy was on there before like they sh they're all watching they're all praying that you know safe moon f gets it figured out with mandel because then then it opens up the door for them you know after so i i think it's a, it's extremely exciting times the, like you said the volume was already at 100 million at one point without any of this and you know when it goes it's it's never coming back so the fact is, if you're not jumping all over this these price points, I mean, you're just not really in it. That's it. Yeah, man. Don, go ahead. I was going to say that Evergrow, Affinity, and Enhance are undervalued projects, one. 
uh, two prediction, uh, Mandela uh, eclipses Binance's uh, volume in the next five years. Um, and that's because Binance is regulatory problems are too deep. Um, and, you know, Mandela is being run by lawyers. So uh, I would definitely anticipate that happening. And then the last thing that I would say is, wait, what was that guy? Who was just speaking? Bryson? Yeah, um, Bryson. Yeah. Dude, Bryson, um, shoot, you'll follow, dude. Super intelligent statement. So, but thank you. Let's go to Knott. Go ahead, Knott. Save me, Knott. Go ahead. Uh, can you guys hear me? Yeah, go ahead, brother. Uh, I'm sorry if it's too noisy. Uh, I just want to say it's been a good show. And thank you for letting me on here. Of course, bro. Uh, I I just wanted to say, so we all know that the global tokenomics is going to get, like, figured out with Mandela. And my thinking is in the future, uh, Samoon's going to have, like, a, something like BUSD, like a dollar-backed version. I don't know if it's going to come out with the exchange or, like, the blockchain, but... I have a feeling that it will, like a SUSD, right? And once this comes out, I feel like savings going to be like a blue chip uh, dividend, like crypto, but like in the crypto version, because we're like the biggest tokenomic uh, crypto out there right now. So can I ask a question about XUSD really quickly? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Is it literally coded into your contract that the price must rise? Getting a lot of feedback there. All right, let's mute that mic. It sounds like the jet is about to take off. Yeah, man. He's got his private jet already. He doesn't even need Safeman. I'm pretty sure the answer is yes. I saw the code, but it is. Yeah, I mean, we're there's so much that's going to happen, man. And when we talk about tokenomics and cryptonomics, you know, are, are people going to try to replicate that? Yeah, but I don't think they can replicate it at the scale SafeMoon will do. Well, you can't replicate the SafeMoon army at all. No, you can't. There will never be another project that does this. You can't replicate the community, and I don't think you can replicate the leadership team and the technology either. I think that's the other component of this. Absolutely. Uh, Boost, and then we'll go to Wojak. Go ahead, Boost. One thing I would like to point out to Don, that everybody is talking about that cryptonomics exchange, this, that. But the most, most important part of SafeMoon is safety of earning without liquidity pools. For example, I'm from a third world country. People, life savings is... Now, if we take that money and we invest in SafeMoon without having the risk of liquidity pools, we earn reflection. That is important for us. Now, let's talk about an institutional investor. He he buys 1,000 BTC after Biden gives a green signal after one week. So he buys 10,000 Bitcoin or Elon Musk bought 50,000 Bitcoin just last week or something. Now, will you put 50, that 50,000 Bitcoin in the Flare network 
give out flare loan flare mutual whatever but that liquidity pool can be hacked so what the what can that institution investor do to earn from that 50000 bitcoin the only option is to either buy safe moon directly not go into bitcoin or he can go to the bitcoin exchange convert that um bitcoin into safe moon and earn reflections but what i'm trying to say is for third world countries crypto is not an option i'm i'm part of that because if we buy uh, any token let's say i buy 3 ethereums we are not going to make money out of it. it it has to be liquidity pools liquidity pools get hacked and that is a lifelong savings so only safety that is why we have a money in bank why don't we put our 10000 in the stock market because we don't want 30% return we want safety so yeah i think uh, the most for third world countries only safe moon will be the go to crypto because we know without liquidity pools we are earning safety is more important than returns yeah can i please respond to that and sure. um hey uh booster i i appreciate your input here um but i feel like this is a a really good opportunity to educate the army on liquidity pools so first things let me start off by saying that uh as of last week our liquidity pool is insured so uh in terms of safety uh we have insurance against our liquidity pool so that's number 1 number 2 uh a crypto token right so a crypto that is functioning on someone else's blockchain uh cannot have uh what's the word that i'm looking for an accurate or truthful value without a liquidity pool backing it so your value is you know the amount of tokens in circulating supply uh divided by the liquidity pool so that's how you get the value for the liquidity pool so you need that for value right so it's inherently uh uh ingrained in our calculations of our ROI but if you're looking for safety safety as the paramount value here is the reason why i think liquidity pools are uh significantly better than banks and or stocks one uh and this is going to be biased and this is speculation um so nothing that i'm going to say here should be taken as fact but we've shown that stocks can be manipulated through dark pools can be manipulated through you know after hours transactions with market makers right so like you don't get a lot of security there because there's no public ledger of every single transaction when that happens we've shown that banks can literally make money off of the interest and off of overdraft fees that can't happen in crypto right so banks may not have liquidity pools but banks definitely hold and custody your assets which means they can invest your assets and get returns on your assets do you benefit in those returns the answer is no you do not benefit in the returns that banks get from trading on what you're holding in their bank account so as a result it is my opinion and it is clearly my opinion and this is only speculation that liquidity pools right and the amount that we add to our liquidity pool help the investor and if you're looking for safety look for us to have liquidity pools in multiple locations so multiple liquidity pools and i encourage everyone to go look at UNM's uh post on discord about how we get to 110% is more safe 
for the DeFi investor or an investor altogether than anything else. So uh, getting to 110% should be the goal in DeFi. Uh, we're going to get there because we have multiple avenues to get there. Chris, we've already talked about this. The benefit of that is price fluctuation does not happen that much when people sell as a result of this. So your price is probably more stable. Um, I think what we should be looking at is what's happening with uh, CD or essential CBDCs uh, as opposed to Safeman. Uh, I think that's a more relevant conversation in response to what you said. And two quick points on that too. Okay. He's talking about the 110% liquidity pool factor against the market cap, right? Which equals a stabilization where you could have uh, people that have a lot invested sell and have minimal impact on the price of Safeman, number one. Number two, they also locked some of our liquidity. I think everybody forgets about that. That was a four-year lock when this project began. So that will be released into the liquidity pool in three years. And what was that amount? Do you remember, Don? It was quite a bit. I don't know. I think it was like twenty-eight thousand or twenty-eight million or something like that. But that came like months after the pre-sale. Yeah, just to give you a heads up. So I think a lot of people forget that point. Let's go to Wojak. What's up, Wojak? Hey, Chris, I just had a really quick question out of curiosity. I see there's a lot of smart guys talking right now, so maybe someone could help me out. Um, I heard uh, a couple times on the spaces that, you know, there's discussions about, you know, if you had X amount, you know, you double your bag in set amount of days, triple your bag. And I've been playing on Google Business Calculator for a long time. Um, but I can't really get the compounding effect. To, like, I can't really figure out the compounding effect on it. So. I know no one can give a proper answer on this because it's all based on volume, of course. But is there any sort of theoretical way to say like, hey, you know, let's say Buddy has, I don't know, a million safe moon and there's like, I don't know, 100 million in volume or a billion in volume. You can expect to double your bag, let's say, every 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. Um, just something general like that to think about would be cool. Just curious. That's all. So if you had a consistent, and the volume is not going to be the same every day, so let me preface it with that. But if you had a consistent billion in volume for like 75 straight days, based on the calculations, and this is all speculation, your bag size would double based on the reflections. You'd have to have a billion or more in volume for about 75 straight days, based on what I've seen with Glubus. Uh, Don, go ahead. Uh, I just wanted to just add, I, I'm not, I can't give you an answer for when your bag size will double, but like, like I, like, I believe Chris analysis is like accurate. Um, but um, what you have to take into account is how many people are entering the safe moon ecosystem and how many people are leaving. Right. So dust will always exist. So dust wallets will stay, but every day that you maintain your bag size, Right, you get more reflections for the same billion dollar transactions because your bag size has increased. So, like your position on the ladder for reflections and the reflections are proportional to your position would increase. So, as long as you don't sell anything, your reflections will improve. Also, keep in mind that if, if you know, based on the price too. So, you know, when the price are this low, that's very beneficial. Because once, when if the price is low, and we talked about this forever, Chris and I, with the army, if the price is low and you have that high volume, 
that's when you're going to benefit the most. As the price goes up, of course, you will get less reflections. It's, 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 it's an effect on mathematical. But uh, the lower the price, the more you're going to get it. So, so having a low price is really not a bad thing in this project. It's actually a good thing. Uh, so if, if, you know, like this week coming up, we, we're probably going to hear something from Mandela. And uh, if, if they can get that resolved and they can go trading, you know, pretty soon here within the next couple of weeks or so, I would say. And I don't know. I'm, I'm just speculating. I don't know an exact date. But whenever that happens and the price is this low, it's going to be a tremendous benefit to every holder of SafeMoon all across the world. I think it's just so complex when you get into global tech tokenomics. Because, you know, I, I spoke to Joe, the CEO, uh, a little over a week ago, and he said, you know, I'm, I'm careful in saying this, but I believe we're at the finish line. So I think what's going on with this, you have so much technology involved in this, right? And you got teams at Binance working on this, assisting Mandala in this. I think something new is popping up each time. I think they get to a point where they think they have it, and then something will pop up, and then something else will pop up. And I can tell you, they're not going to release it unless it's perfect. And so I think that's what it is. I think you just have small little things coming up and then they're having to bring, you know, uh, other people in to look at it. And that's what's that's what's delaying it. But I'm not really focused on the time. I'm focused on them getting it right, because when they get it right, I think it's going to be really amazing for all of us. I think it's going to be a big moment. And uh, we'll have Joe on here at some point. Right. Like. And he'll probably be able to give us an idea of, you know, without going too in-depth, hey, you know, I know this took a long time, but this is this is where we're at now, right? And I, I know he's putting in the work, and I know the teams are putting in the work. I mean, I, I talked to Joe this is three weeks ago. He was talking about, hey, you know, I sleep about five hours a night now. I was like, yeah, welcome to the club. Me too. You know, so you got people that believe in this and believe – you know, not just in safe moon, but believe in the system, the ecosystem that's being created that they're willing to sacrifice a lot right now, right? Like, that's what it takes to get ahead. You got to be willing to do the things that other people aren't willing to do, right? And that's what makes it special. Uh, we'll get we'll get to rest when this thing's, you know, where we want it, right? But you got a lot of people that believe in this so much that they're fighting for you every day. This is the work we don't see. This is the work that goes on behind the scenes that like it, there's nothing like you know it's tough right you got to be consistent every day you got to put that in and uh it, it's it's hard to report on it right like it's hard for us to go on here and say hey they're working their ass off when you don't see it that's what i talk about when i say faith right like you got to have faith in, in the leadership and the direction that they're taking this because you can't see it you know uh, but if you saw it, I think you guys would be okay. You know, it's very complex. There's very few people that can do this kind of work. That's the other thing I've really realized over the last few months, right? I talked to a guy today who's really intelligent. And he said, you know, the, the truth of the matter is a lot of people in these projects have less than a year of writing solidity. I was like, okay, that's interesting. You know, he, there's... When you talk about writing code to the degree that some of these people write, there's not a lot of people that can do it, you know? It's just not out there. If everybody could do it, it would be a lot easier to solve. But these are the best and the brightest. Uh, and SafeMoon has has those people. And there's devs out there that do this work. It's way, way more complicated than we realize. 
I'm, um, hearing, I'm hearing a parakeet again. No, it's the bird behind me. Sorry for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's day here, na? So they just woke up. There. All good, man. We're going to uh, end this in about 15 minutes, okay? Go ahead, Boost. Uh, one, uh, see, uh, Bitcoin, uh, I would like to... I would like to tell people that you have to look at SafeMoon from a different perspective. That different perspective is uh, Bitcoin is the blockchain alternative to physical gold. XRP is the blockchain alternative to cash. Uh, think of SafeMoon as the blockchain alternative to a government. Because if you invest in Google, if you invest in Apple, they're great companies. They're like XRP, but they will never give you a percentage of their turnover. And what is the tokenomics of a government? You do whatever you want. And at the end of the day, we will tax you. So SafeMoon has the tokenomics of a government, a global decentralized government spread over 200 countries. So there is a limit to what a company can earn, a trillion dollars, a trillion dollar market cap, Apple, Google, Facebook, whatever. So if you invest in companies that do not give, that do not do tax, there is a limit. XRP will have a limit at $100, $1,000. Everything has a limit. But the United States government has no limit for taxing they collected $2.5 trillion of tax last year. The All the third world countries, they collected almost a trillion dollars of tax. So imagine if 250 countries where SafeMoon will be spreaded, we will be collecting tax on turnover. And that tax revenue is going to be in trillions. Whether you want to believe it or not, that is going to be true. Now, as soon as SafeMoon has value, let's say it becomes $1 in by this year, by next year, someday or the other, it has to be $1. The moment it becomes 50 cents or $1, people are going to you take the debit card and buy a Tesla because they have a million SafeMoon. They have a million dollars. They'll buy a house, a $200,000 house or a Tesla. They'll buy groceries. So this is going to happen all over the world and the tax will be huge. So I want the people to know that comparing uh, SafeMoon, thinking of SafeMoon as a company is not right. Think of it as a, it has a tokenomics of a government, treat it like a global decentralized government. For example, XRP is a decentralized central bank. That is what XRP is. It is a central bank global. So uh, no matter how much XRP, Bitcoin, no matter how much those guys goes, they will never be able to have the returns of a government. So that's what I'm just trying to say. Thank you. Like those birds were speaking wisdom to you, man. Man, that's something we've never heard here. <laughs> <laughs> It, it is. It is a see. Uh, uh, Indian government, American government, they are all taxing twenty percent. That you, you are doctor, 
you earn a million a million uh, hundred thousand a year you give us 10% tax you buy a car give us tax you buy a you buy groceries you give us tax so safemoon has gone and whether knowingly or unknowingly they have gone into the tokenomics of a government and the government taxer gets trillions of dollars so yeah I wish our taxes were only 20%, man. We're more like 33 to 34, depending on your income bracket. It, it, it keeps keep, going higher. Go ahead, keep, uh, Patron. Yeah, it keeps going higher. But look, guys, this is this this is uh, a perfect example of so someone who gets it, someone who sees the future, someone who understand, uh, you know, what 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 they are invested on, you know, and and. There are people that will come and complain in spaces. They would complain in writing. It, it, you know, when when things are going in the wrong directions. But you know, uh, smart people always think about you know what is going to happen with the next one, two, three, four, five years down the road. What do I see? And that's what we all have to be looking at. What do we see with the one year, two years, three years? Five years down the road with our investment, what is DeFi going to do to the world? You know, only, you know, 4% of the population is invested in crypto. Way until it becomes 10%, you know, and way into SafeMoon start getting adopted around the world with all the utilities that are going to come down the road. Just think about that. Think about the future. And, it's, it, and to be honest with you, not financial advice, but to me, it looks bright. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure, man. Uh, damn, son. Your final thoughts, brother? I mean, I am so impressed with the uh, intelligence of the uh, speakers and the guests in the space tonight. Um, it's it's mind-blowing. You know, I've been in stocks and crypto for years, and I can affirm what Don said 100%. SafeMoon has the most intelligent people in the game. You know, and this is the uh, most intelligent show, I believe, in crypto. And I've heard two or three times the uh, the phrase second and third world countries come up tonight. And, you know, that was one of the main things I noticed when I entered into SafeMoon. You know, people in second and third world countries, they are looking for an answer to a problem, you know. We have spoken about the tax, the liquidity pools, but something that gets overlooked a lot are the the deflationary, inflationary, excuse me, situation in these countries. You know, we, we see these dips in SafeMoon and the value of it. Their currency, the inflation, I mean, it's just rotting away day by day. So the tool that SafeMoon gives them to retain wealth they see it, they get it, you know, they get it a lot faster than a lot of other people, you know, they're forced to get it. So that's, that's something I really like hearing. I really appreciate everyone that spoke tonight. If you're new to the uh, show, thank you for being here. Um, I'm, I'm mind blown at the, uh, just the intelligent conversation I've heard tonight. Yeah, we're going to continue it too. And we're going to focus on what matters and not focus on all the other crap. Um, there. There's enough crap out there. We don't need the crap. We need the good stuff. Uh, and we're going to bring it every night. Every night we're on here, we're going to bring the positive content, and we're going to go educational. 
and we're going to go in depth. That's what our strong suit is. Ninja, your final thoughts, my man. What can I say, bro? First of all, shout out to you, Chris. Thank you so much for hosting these spaces, bro. I mean, look, uh, if I, I know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of, kind of veer off, right? Kind of veer off a little bit. And I've said this before, Chris. Every community has issues. Every community has problems. Every community, you know, they they go through ups and downs within the community itself. However, I want you to know that you are a central part of this community my friend your show right here your space bro it, it, it brings these intelligent minds together and and when we're all together bro we're, we're bouncing ideas off of each other and just when we're discussing these things it gives me a sense of comfort personally right and then also i kind of get more enlightened about the project itself like don when he spoke and booster and 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 bryson and a lot of people that came up here today honestly they brought up different aspects than what I'm used to uh, and what I know personally. So they would also uh, open up my mind and, and, and I'm looking at different angles right now. So I'm so happy that we're having these conversations like almost every night. And, and it's just amazing. It's been an amazing journey for me. You know, uh, Chris, I've, I've been in crypto since 2016, bro. I have never in my life seen anything like this, whether in terms of the project or whether in terms of the community. I've never seen anything like it and that's why i choose to be part of this you know so i do appreciate you chris thank you so much patron bro i haven't spoke to you in a minute bro and i apologize to you bro i've been busy i may have missed some things with you bro i love you you know this you're, you're the man uh I, I haven't heard that laugh in a minute but i i hope we hear it soon man don uh bro shout out to you don bailey bro we need to talk about the different businesses that you're running because i also am a business owner i own two factories and i would love to speak to you about that i don't know you said some skin cream or something yeah yeah i would definitely love to talk to you about that but yeah you know overall guys Safe Moon is not going anywhere. You know, it's here to stay. Um, I, I want you guys to just overlook all this negative sentiments. Uh, when, when you know, they say when in doubt, zoom out. But I'm not talking about specifically the charts or anything like that. I'm talking about the overall market as we speak right now. You have to understand the dynamics of crypto and the volatility and the cycles and the seasonality and all these things. You have to take all these things together. You can't really, uh, 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 you know, uh, divide this and take just one aspect and look at that aspect. You can't you can't do that. You have to look at the overall picture. Uh, this company is an amazing company. The team behind it is unbelievable. The community is solid and strong. And I just love the fact that we come together and we share those, those ideas. Chris, thank you so much, brother. Hey, you need to shoot me your phone number, bro. I need to call you. Oh, yeah, of course, man. That's no problem at all. And let me say this too, okay? We, we, we are, we're taking this exactly where we need to take it, Okay. We're working hard behind the scenes, and guys are putting in a lot of work, okay? So I wanted to mention a couple things before we leave. All right, remember this. When you get to a certain point, people are going to always have something to say, all right? They're going to have good things to say. They're going to have bad things to say. The most important thing is, is that we get on here and we do what we did tonight. That's what's going to continue to move this thing along, right? The community is the key to all of this. The audience makes the show. And you guys are what makes this happen. Without you guys, we got nothing. I don't care. Any business, any company that's successful, the people determine the value of it. 
success or failure falls with the people. It does not fall with the host. It does not fall with the leadership. It falls with the people that do the work every day. So you guys are the critical component. I want to make sure I mention that. Second thing I want to say is this. Everybody's aware that we had our YouTube channel taken down at one point. We don't feel like it was fair. We got the YouTube back up now. Okay. Damn Sun's put in a ton of work in getting that back up for you. And that's going to be a lot better for a lot of you because you like to access YouTube on the recordings. We don't have a live stream right now. That's something we could look at doing in the future. Uh, but we do have YouTube back up. The artwork, okay, was done by AK Soul. Uh, every night on this program, he does some uh, artwork with Safe Moon After Dark. It's phenomenal. Uh, it's a motivating piece for me. Uh, when I get five minutes into the show and I see it, I retweet it, and I know I'm ready to go. Uh, so he did all the artwork for the YouTube channel. It looks outstanding. It's something to be proud of. It's something all of you should be really happy about. That's the community in action, okay? Everybody has a, has a great talent in this community. Some of you, it's analysis. Some of you, it's artwork. Some of you, it's on the streets in New York. All right? Some of you, it's, uh, you know, there, there's tons of things that you guys can do. Whatever that niche is, you know, whatever makes you happy and whatever you're passionate about, use that to the best of your ability because we all need that, right? That's going to strengthen everybody around here. So I wanted to mention YouTube because that's important. We're back on YouTube, right? Chris, can I mention one last point? Sure. A lot of people, you know, I've seen the speakers up here, bro, and a lot of people don't speak. And to those who don't come up and speak, you need to know that you are definitely a cornerstone in this community even though we see you down there you're not speaking you know for whatever reason it is bro for whatever reason that you don't come up here and speak still you are an integral part of this community and we love you and we see you down there and we definitely are behind you and if ever you need anything anybody in the space shoot me a dm my dms are open for everybody i follow as much as i can bro i see all these people following me and i follow as much as i can but I love every single one of you, and I thank you for being here tonight. Thank you so much to every single one of you. Hey, Chris. Yeah, yeah Before you shut it down, you know, my daughter, which is almost 21 years of age, uh, says something to me today that really, you know, got to me. She said that, you know, if you don't have any haters, then you've done nothing in life. <laughs> So you have haters at work, you have haters in school, you have haters uh, everywhere. And that's what Safe Boon has. Haters everywhere because they know that they've done something. They know that they're going somewhere. They, they, they have the biggest and best community in the world in my book. And it's going to continue to be for years to come. So, yes, we're going to have haters and we're going to have the footers. But, you know, when you have that, don't let it get to you. That means that we made it, guys. So keep your head up. And if you all could um, go on the YouTube channel, we will tweet it out and lock it as much as you can, the, the individual shows. You know, we, we built that for you all. We love you all. That's what it's about. So that's all I've got to say about that. And he spent multiple days on that, multiple hours a day. I mean, he I, damn son spent about two weeks on that just to put that together. So understand, like, when you see Spotify, you see Apple, CastBox, YouTube, he's uploading these episodes, and it's not just as simple as a point and click. Like, 
he's putting music in the beginning of these music at the end like he's he's working his ass off we're only working our ass off when we really believe in something and have that firm you know passion in that uh, you know and the last point i wanted to bring up before i go to don so like you know i have my kids right they're almost they're gonna be four at the end of this month i have twins a boy and a girl and uh you know i did something yesterday with them for their birthday it's coming up because i'm gonna be working friday my daughter when she was one and a half told me she wanted to be a doctor right and a lot of parents would dismiss that but i don't dismiss that my kids tell me they want to be something and i reinforce that belief and that's the same thing that we do with you guys too right so my daughter like she she said i want to be a doctor she's told me that since she was one and a half she's gonna be four here in the next four days so what do we do you know birthday comes my mom gets her a doctor kit right with a stethoscope and a blood pressure monitor it's, you know it's for a kid but constantly reinforcing that belief and letting her know that she can do what she sets her mind to all right so that's just a a, a microcosm of what we do here right you have an investment you believe in changing your life you believe in doing something positive and we're going to reinforce that belief and give you all the confidence you need to move forward. Uh, and I, I do that with my kids. I do that with people I work with in business. I do that with uh, family members, friends. Like if you have a belief in something and you want to do it, it's my job to help you get there. That's how I look at it. Go ahead, Don. I just want to say this one quote from Albert Einstein. There is no such thing as smarter than there's only different forms of knowledge. So what I encourage everyone in the Army to do tonight is to take what you've learned about blockchain, improve upon it, you know, read about blockchain, and bring it to your industry. You can literally be the go-to person in your industry for blockchain technology, for SafeMoon technology, for the SafeMoon blockchain, and do that with the knowledge that you have. And it is that simple. You can be the horseman for changing the world with what you know. Let me go to Chicago. He just came up real quick and then went on the show. Go ahead. Hey guys, can you hear me? Yeah, and, uh, look, I just want to say something. I, I intentionally waited to this towards, towards the end of the show to say, to say something. I was at a Twitter space, uh, Saitama one. And one guy said, Hey, I'm only holding, you know, 200,000 coins, something like that. And, the, the whole one of the hosts, I forgot his name. I wish I knew his name, but uh, he said, "Look, it's not some. It's not the size of your bag that matters. It's the size of your patience." And I think that's going to be our, uh, I guess, our ultimate goal for all of us who are in Safe Moon and, and other projects, not just Safe Moon. So I want to. I just want to leave, you know, almost end the show with that, saying that that. It's not, it's not, and I, and I believe it so much that it hit me like a, like a bag of rocks in my head. I have never heard that one before. And I think it's very true. There's <laughs> <laughs> a laugh. That's good, bro. Like, we like, like a it. bag, like a bag of rice. Damn. Did you, say, did you say a bag of rocks oh, or a bag of rice? I said a bag of rocks, but hey, they're both heavy, so, you know, whatever I've heard. <laughs> oh, shit, I heard, I heard a bag of rice anyway. It's something he went back Patron is hungry, days. bro. Patron is hungry. <laughs> he went back to his Dominican days. He thought you were talking about a 20-pound Hey, Patron, you're talking about Hispano, so I get it. We have we need a lot of rice, so, I'm, you know, I get it. You got it, man, because that's the only thing I heard, rice. I was like, mm, hell yeah. <laughs> 
All right, that's all I want to say, guys. Just like a little words of encouragement. Oh, yeah. Definitely, man. All right. So we're going to end it, man. Guys, look out for each other. Always believe in yourself, man. Take care of yourselves. Get the sleep. You know, look out for your family. Tell people you love them every day, right? That's what's most important. And and understand that this is a long journey. And it is a long journey. So we got to take care of ourselves. We got to look out for each other. And we got to take the time to, you know, self-care too, right? Make sure you're eating right. Make sure that you're, you're getting enough sleep. Make sure that you're looking out for people in your life. And then look out for each other. The greatest people I've ever met are in this community, all right? I consider you guys my family. And uh, we're going to continue to move along. And uh, the future's bright, all right? So we'll get through February. We'll get, we'll get through this whole mandala thing. We'll get to our anniversary. We'll have something coming. And then we'll have all these catalysts. In the meantime, okay, negativity just block it out you don't have to respond it's it's not our job to respond to people that don't believe in this okay that's their that's their journey this is our journey we're in control of our journey and we're going to control our journey going forward have a great evening thank you for all the work you guys put in we had a great show thank you again